Welcome to the Truth Must Be Told podcast. Thank you for joining us today as we share the good news of Jesus in this uncertain world. If you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, please reach out to me at thetruthmustbetold93 at gmail.com. Now, if you've missed any episodes, you can go to anchor.fm and look for me, Sal Passos. While you're there, hit the support button and help this podcast to continue. For those of you on YouTube, don't forget to hit the thumbs up button and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these exciting shows. Thank you once again for your support, and I'll be seeing you soon on The Truth Must Be Told. Ah, uh, do you think it's hot? <laughs> Just wait. Stay tuned for some scorching news today on The Truth Must Be Told. Stand by. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace. When in doubt, tell the truth. Edward, I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts, here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hey, how are you folks today? It is Saturday. It is extremely warm. It's about 80 degrees in my office. I've got a very small portable portable fan blowing on me in front here just to keep me a little cooler because I have to shut everything off in here in order for you to hear me or else you'd hear all this in the background. We don't want to have that. So uh, how are you folks doing today? Hope you're doing well. Or as uh, one guy used to say, uh, Dr. Cook from... Uh, uh, the King's College used to start his um, program, but how in the world are you? Well, Christian, how in the world are you? Oh, it's just uh, been an exciting uh, exciting week <clears throat> with stuff happening in the news, and we're going to cover a couple of things today, and as always, we will look at uh, things from a biblical perspective and how what does the Bible line up and say about certain things that we're seeing. All right, uh, before we start <clears throat> getting into the, the, the heavy news, have you seen this video here? I'm going to put this on. You're not going to believe this. Hold on. Honey! <laughs> Get Lord. back up! All right, so I'm going to ask you, what would you do in that situation? <laughs> you have a very big alligator there that's walking through your neighborhood. This happened in a neighborhood in Florida. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you would do. Um, personally, I think I would wind up having some uh, fresh alligator meat, a new pair of shoes, maybe a new travel bag. I mean, I'm all for wildlife, don't get me wrong, but, man, if something like that comes into my yard, Wow. Uh, you know, it's some really crazy, crazy stuff. I don't know how I would react. How would you? Just, uh, just crazy stuff. All right. So, uh, question, have you seen, have you seen the shooting that took place at this mall? I believe it was in Indiana. A man with a rifle came into this mall and, and, and started shooting and a good guy with a gun took him out in 15 seconds. You know, most people, including the mayor of the town and the police chief are calling him a hero. But what are we hearing from the other side? Yeah, that's what we're hearing. We're hearing crickets. Uh, it's it's just amazing that they are uh, 
They're not saying anything. That's saying too much. Some people will call him a hero, and they put it in quotation marks. And they don't talk about the other guy who and and on the mall said that they have a a, a regulation about bringing weapons into the into the mall. But here was a guy who he said, "Blast the regulations! I'm bringing my gun with me anyway." Uh, go back and listen to my show from Tuesday about uh, you know should Christians. Uh, carry firearms, uh, buy a sword, I think we called it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, anyway, breaking news. It's hot. Temperatures are soaring. Duh. Could it be because it's summer? Uh, is this cl- cause for a climate emergency? Well, let's see what the temperatures are for July 23rd, which is today, right? So let's see. We've got uh, 100 degrees in Dallas, almost 101 in Dallas, 92 in New York. In Mobile, it's 92. Phoenix was 100, almost 101. Wow, that certainly is hot. I mean, wow. I mean, that's a lot of temperatures. I mean, it gets hot in Dallas. I mean, in Texas, really? You think? This surprises you? Well, it certainly is hot. But those temperatures were from 1960. That was this date back in 1960. So, again, the climate change gurus are trying to scare the general public into believing that we are in some sort of crisis here. The world is heating up. Uh, That somehow climate change, otherwise known as global warming, is causing the temperatures to rise to intolerable levels. Now, admittedly, there are some higher temperatures than normal around the world, and but the news media is milking it for all it's worth. And the other day, sad to say, I was, I was even Fox News did a piece on fires in London, although they didn't claim that the fires were caused by excessive heat there. Um, they didn't say it wasn't. They showed videos of houses burning, and the correspondent talked about this massive heat, and people are not used to this heat. And uh, again, they, um, do you see, they're trying to scare people to death so that the dictators like Biden can sign an emergency bill that will allow him to act, an emergency act for climate. Now, I don't know what that is. I mean, uh, act what? I mean, he's, he's going to turn off the sun? No, nobody, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, is that going to help with, um, with um, you know, with the, with the temperatures? Maybe he can, I don't know, maybe. He, but I think what's going to wind up happening, more than likely, he'll order the power grid to slow production of electricity and limit people's usage. I think what's going to wind up happening is they'll ban the use of air conditioning, let's say, at night. Um, just This is just a guess on my part. This is not gospel. Uh, but it just, it seems to me that they're looking to gain control, control. Now, more than likely, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to, to even, um, I mean, people have these wireless thermostats in their house now. I mean, that, that, I mean, they can, what's to stop them from hacking into that and lowering your temperature themselves? Um, but this is, this is causing a lot of problems and we can't, you know, I mean, it, the heat is the heat. It's summertime. Yeah, granted, there have been some excessive heat in, in all, but this is not anything. No, oh, this is the hottest temperature it's been since ever. Well, then you know, then that temperature was hotter, you know, or just as hot, and and, uh, and since ever. So there's um, a lot of um, a lot of nonsense going on about um, 
about the uh, about the climate. And you know, I mean, there this this is just perplexing to me. It's perplexing to me. Uh, yet we have uh, Pete Buttigieg saying that hey, we need to hurt in order to get more electric cars on the road. You know, it's it's good that people are hurting. He says to make room for people who can afford to get electric cars. And he wants Congress to, to put some order in that will allow lower costs for electric cars. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, gas prices are going up, but that's because of what's going on in the Biden administration. He could try to blame this on, on uh, solar warming. He could blame this on Putin. Oh, it's Putin's problem. This is Putin's price hike. Putin's price hike. This isn't Putin's price hike. You're an idiot. You cut you cut production here in the United States, which we were energy independent before he came into office. You sell our reserves to China, who they don't care because they're still using coal-fired stuff over there. A lot of, in fact, a lot of companies that tried to go into some kind of renewable energy source, they're finding out it's not working. So these countries are turning back over to fossil fuels. Oh, by the way, did you see the heckler in Connecticut, That the, the guy that heckled uh, Joe, Jill Biden? Jill, Jill was in, I think it was in New Haven. And uh, she said, your husband is the worst president ever. You owe us gas money. And no reaction per, from her at all. She just waved and said, thank you for your support. Anyway, so the, uh, this, this whole stuff with the rising gas prices, this is all to, to get us and force us to buy electric vehicles. You know, uh, and the, the media, the left, the climate change nuts. Uh, oh, I saw an interesting exchange the other day that amazed me. The news was interviewing some lady that was making a big deal about this electric car, some historic moment that they're going to all electric vehicles and blah, blah, blah. You know, these things are the next best thing since sliced bread. Uh, well, the reporter asked her, where does the electricity come from to charge the car? And she said with this blank stare, um, well, from our building, there's a plug there. Now, well, where does that electricity come from? And she didn't know. Well, the reporter then asked one of the local power company's employee, power company employees that was standing there for this historic event, said, hey, where does, this, where does your electricity come from? And he said, from a coal-fired power plant. <laughs> All right, so where's the, ah, uh, common sense. Yes, yes, yes. You're still generating electricity by fossil fuel. Duh. So anyway, they want us to get these electric cars and strain the power grid. Even uh, with Pete Buttigieg, when he when he was asking uh, asking these uh, this congressman to pass this bill, and he says he said, "Oh, he says, don't you understand?" He said that we still have to use fossil fuel electricity stations to charge these cars, and they take it takes more electricity per household to charge one of these cars. Uh, than it does to run air conditioning in the home. So it, it, does this make sense? It doesn't make sense. So, uh, but I digress. I'm sorry. I got off on that. <laughs> it, just, it just amazes me. You know, they, they're, they're talking about the heat, and this is climate change, and, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but heat is the issue. As I said, they're trying to scare us to accept the fact that the earth is heating up, and they want us to be under their power and authority, and they will stop at nothing to do that. Now, look, I'm all for preserving the planet. I don't think we should waste the resources that God gave us. I mean, he told us to 
occupy. He told us to be good stewards of the land, to take care of it. And in spite of everything, do you know America produces oil cleaner than anybody else in uh, the world? And yet we can't get it because good old Joe. Uh, oh, and by the way, we need to do. We do need to pray for Joe Biden, and we do need to pray for Hunter. Uh, Lori was impressed the other day. She needed to really pray for Hunter. What would it be like if Hunter Biden got saved and he came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ? We need to pray for these people. We need to pray for those folks who we see that are in power. Number number one, we're supposed to be praying for them anyway. But I, I really think that uh, you know, instead of having bitter attitudes, we need to address the issues. We need to pray and uh, pray that they get saved. And we we do hope that Joe gets better. I know he's he's uh, he's got COVID now, and uh, you know, and the the man has a lot of issues. The man has a lot of issues. I saw it with my mom with the dementia. He has got it. I I can't believe that they're not even saying it about saying about it. But, uh, you know, it's all involved, and he just wants to fulfill his agenda. And uh, so are these other people. You know, they want to save the planet. Well, I'll tell you something. There's going to be a fate a whole lot worse for this planet. It really will be. Um, And I think what we'll do is uh, we'll take a break right around now, and we'll be back after a minute or so. So just stand by. We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button if you're watching on YouTube and uh, Rumble. Don't forget to uh, subscribe. Hey, listen, subscribe to the channel. All right, this way you don't miss any of the episodes. And I want to uh, welcome uh, 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 my new listening audience, fam- my new listening family on locals.com. Uh, it's the truth must be told.locals.com. Uh, you can listen in there. It's a new social media platform. I haven't got it up here yet. But I will. It's uh, the truth must be told. Locals.com. It's a new platform. We're trying out and see how that works. And um, eventually we'll get back there on uh, on uh, wisdom as well. It's been you know it's been kind of crazy trying to get things uh, going here. So uh, again, uh, don't forget to smash that like button and subscribe to the channel. Well, it's great. And if you're listening on the on the radio portions, the audio portion of the program, again, thank you for tuning in. We do appreciate it. If you want to see my smiling face, you can catch me on Facebook, Rumble. I, I did look myself up the other day. Just Google Sal Passos, and the list of every place I'm on comes on there. It's a, the miracle of modern technology. It's an amazing thing. All right. Now, I know a lot of you are really tired <laughs> about hearing me talk about the end times. Well, we're in the end times. We're in the time of the rapture. The rapture is about to take place. Now, Jesus said that the generation that saw Israel become a nation would would be the last generation. That was it would be the last generation that we would see his coming. Now, there is coming a judgment on the earth, and uh, this is what's going to happen. And you, and you think that climate change is going to affect the earth, and that people are going to die all over the place. Look, let me tell you something. 
there's a lot of stuff that's going to hit this earth. I mean, look at this. I mean, okay, so we have the white horse deception. That's the Antichrist. The red horse of war. Black horse of famine. These are the seals, okay? Pale horse pestilence. A quarter of, mankind, a quarter of mankind dies. Martyrdom and great tribulation at the fifth seal. Uh, heavenly signs that would be in the earth. You can meteors and stuff. Are gonna, it's just amazing what's going to happen. Then silence in heaven for a half an hour. All right. Then the trumpets begin to sound. The trumpet, green grass, and one third of the trees are burned up. One third of the sea becomes blood. One third of the ships and the sea life is destroyed. One third of the waters turn bitter. Nobody's going to be able to get water. One third of the sun, moon, and stars do not shine. Locusts wield the beast's military power. That's going to be the the uh, locusts that are released from the uh, the abyss. And uh, they're going to be stinging the earth. People are going to be crying to die, and they can't. 200 million man army, third of mankind is killed. The kingdom of God is declared in, in, by the seventh, seventh trumpet. Then come the seven bowls, sores that afflict those who accepted the mark of the beast. The sea turns to blood, and all sea creatures die. Talk about the stench that's going to take place there. The rivers turn to blood. Mankind is scorched by the sun and blasphemes God. You go outside, you're going to get third-degree burns if you go outside. The beast of the beast is going to, the seat of government is afflicted. The Euphrates is dried up while the world armies gather to Armageddon, and then the earth is utterly shaken by the seventh time. God says, that is it. I'm done. This is all going to be happening. The earth is going to get really messed up badly. And if you're still here when that happens, you're going to know when it takes place, when a, a man comes out and makes a treaty with Israel to allow them to occupy the land and rebuild their temple. It's coming. Like that's from Revelation. It is from Daniel. Uh, he's halfway through the thing. He's going to declare himself to be God. That's according to Daniel 9. So you need to study your Bible, all right? But before any of that happens, before any of that stuff takes place, is going to be what's called the pre-tribulation rapture of the church. And it is an essential doctrine of Christian faith. Well, Sal, we hear about that all the time. Uh, we hear that it's going to have mid-trib, end of the trib. Uh, no, it, it's going to happen before all this happens, and I'll tell you why, all right? There's... Uh, a, a plethora of scriptures that uh, indicate that we will not be here during that, okay? Because, number one, we are not called to God's wrath. God's wrath was satisfied on the cross. If you think that we have to go through the Great Tribulation to um, somehow cleanse ourselves, to somehow be... Um, more ready for heaven for something I did something I don't know what you would be thinking or why you would think that but we're not the the Bible says that all believers in Jesus Christ are going to be taken his church his bride the church is called his bride he's going to come for the bride in the clouds and he's going to meet us in the air um and the Bible is pretty clear that when this man of this man of darkness, this antichrist character that's going to come out, he uh, 
he's going to come out will be in accordance to the work of Satan. He's going to have all counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and every sort of evil. But he cannot be revealed until the church is taken out of the way. Now, in uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, it says this, Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep or to grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's own word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep or those who have died. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. Paul is telling the Thessalonians, because they've got... um, They've got, apparently they've got teaching that, uh, you know, look, you know, we're already going through it and, and he's, he has to, uh, he has to reiterate it in the, in the second Thessalonians in chapter two, he says, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you brothers not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by some prophecy Report or letters supposed to have come from us, saying that the day of the Lord has already come. Do not let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Now, some people say that we're the temple, we're the third temple. Well, are you going to say the Antichrist is setting himself up in you? You're the third temple? I don't think so. Not according to what I see in Scripture. Don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you all these things? And you know what is holding, up, holding him back so that he, can, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the second secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. That's got to be the Holy Spirit. And then the lawless one will be revealed, from whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy the splen- with the splendor of his coming. People, we are coming to a time, um, we are coming to a time when the, uh, we, the trumpet is going to sound and we are going to go with Jesus into the clouds and be with him forever and forever and forever. That's going to be great. Now, our natural bodies that we have are going, there's, it, it, Paul says it, he says in uh, 1 Corinthians, he says there is a natural body, there's also a spiritual body. So it was written, the first Adam became a living being, the last Adam a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. So we're, our, our bodies are going to be changed. In a moment, Paul tells us, in the twinkling of an eye, we'll be changed. This, this rapture is going to take so fast, it's going to catch a lot of people by surprise. And, and Jesus tells us we need to be ready. 
because we don't know at what hour our Lord is coming. Even Jesus says that the Son doesn't know, only the Father. And um, I know that may bother some people. Well, how can that be? Jesus is God. Well, he is God. He's, but in, when he made that statement, he was also in his human body. Remember, remember he, he, uh, he uh, emptied himself of his godly character to become a human. Now, I'm not saying he wasn't perfect. He was. But he didn't, he had, to, he had to face the same things that we face. So he couldn't be God at the same, well, he could be God at the same time. He wasn't. I'm not trying to say that. I'm saying that at that point in time, he didn't know. I, I don't know if he knows now, probably, but it's very soon. Remember, the coming of the Lord in the rapture is not unlike the Jewish wedding ceremony. You know, we, we do our, our Western ceremonies here. We do them all backwards. We, we have the bride coming in. The bride doesn't come in, in, the, in, the, in the Jewish tradition. Go back and, and listen to my show. Hubboid is going to be a vetting. Go back and watch that. Where we talk about the, the, the bride would wait for the groom. That's why Jesus used the analogy of the ten, foolish, the ten virgins, ten, the five wise, five foolish or 10 and 10, whatever it was, but the foolish virgins and the, the uh, wise virgins that were ready because the bridegroom comes and he announces, I'm coming for my bride. And they blow trumpets, they blow the shofar. And they announce that he's coming. The bridegroom comes, could be in the middle of the night. But whenever, his, whenever the bridal chamber was ready and the father approved the bridal chamber for his son, and his new bride, then he would say, go get your bride. Now, Jesus has been building our bridal chamber. He said, he said that, uh, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go prepare a place for you. And if I go prepare a place for you, I'm going to come back and receive you unto myself. So he's going to come and he's going to take his bride away. Now, he's not a wife beater. He's not going to let us go through the great tribulation and beat us up. Okay? The church age will be over when the rapture takes place. After that, there will be a, a, a span of time. I don't know exactly how much it will be. But you will know if you're still here and you're listening to this, and this is still available online. Remember that when you see the a man sign a treaty with Israel to allow them to build and to have be peace in the Middle, Middle East finally. It's a pseudo-peace that that's the Antichrist. And now the great, the great Tribulation time has started. And watch out, because there's going to be wars, there's going to be death, there's going to be pestilence, there's going to be scorching sun, there's going to be hailstones 100 pounds each, flying out of the sky, there's going to be meteors, there's going to be the sun is going to be struck, the, 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 then the sun is going to turn up its heat. We're going to, I mean, you think it's, like I said, you think it's hot now. How would you like to go outside and get third-degree burns? Men are scorched, and men are going to cry to die. They're going to wish for death, and death is going to elude them. They're not going to be allowed to die and kill themselves. Not going to happen. Great earthquakes are going to take place. The mountains and the islands are going to whisk away. All mountains are going to be gone. The great cities are going to fall. This is all going to take place during the Great Tribulation. The only way you're going to escape it 
beforehand is by coming to the Lord Jesus Christ, by asking him to come into your life, accept him and the work that he's done on the cross, and you will be saved. You know, the Bible says that uh, if you will confess your mouth to Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It has nothing to do with your religiosity. You could be very religious, but it gets you nowhere. The scribes and Pharisees in Jesus' day were religious, and he called them a brood of vipers. It means absolutely nothing. Jesus told the, the parable of the, of the, uh, the um, tax collector and the Pharisee that both went into the temple. And the, the uh, Pharisee was proudly saying, I do this, I give 10% of my income, I give to the poor, I do this, I do that. And the tax collector couldn't even lift his eyes towards heaven, just pound on his chest and say, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Jesus said it was that man that left justified, not the Pharisee. You come to Christ with that kind of humility. Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. I, I've sinned against you, I've sinned against heaven. Forgive me. And he will. Those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You need to believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You need to confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. If you need prayer about this, you could reach me at the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com. That's the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com and uh, put in their prayer request. Sal, I need, I, I, I need to get saved. I don't know what to do. And I'll do my best to help you as much as I can. If you don't have a Bible, I'll see if I can get one in your hand. But they're so, so available today. You can get it on your phone. I personally like having a paper volume myself. But you can reach out to me, the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com. And I will be glad to answer your, uh, your request. Come to Jesus today. Come to Jesus today. Any, any of you that are listening could help out the ministry. Again, you can go to, um, you can go to anchor.fm. You can sign up for support there for monthly support. Uh, or you can go to paypal.me slash Salvatore Passes. You can make a donation that way. It would really be appreciated to help this show continue. But whether you do or not, the Lord is the Lord is in control. He's going to take care of everything. But I thank you for tuning in today. God bless you, and we'll see you next time on The Truth Must Be Told. Have a great Lord's Day tomorrow.